was a good episode. I really enjoy Drag Race UK. I don't watch it. Look at this mustache, though. It's so good. I have a mustache. Look at that. Look at that. It still comes in strong at the ends. I mean, the middle is a little rough, but you know, that'll fill in. <laughs> Show them your mustache. Come here. Oh, don't put me in. Oh, how dare you throw that in my face? <laughs> you throw that fucking, you throw that bush above the lip in my face as I'm trying like, to sit here. It creates and the shelf over his lip. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Mason. <laughs> Jesus. God. I I have I have a mustache too. <laughs> I hate this show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is Maxwell Esposito. Hello, I'm back again. Where'd you go? Uh, we have Diana DeLuna. Hello, not going anywhere. Yes, queen. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to the show. It feels so good. We're having a little bit of winter out here in sunny California. Oh, it's so stressful. I'm over it. Overcast. It's like going to be 60 degrees. It might rain this <gasps> week. So I love, I love the mites, you know? I love... I don't love no. it, guys. <laughs> I don't no. love it. I wish it would just rain. I, I feel like literally SoCal is is the joke of the country when it comes to rain because it's just always right above us. It's <laughs> but it just never comes. It's always right there, mm-hmm. but it just never and, comes. And then when it does, it shuts everything down. And like the city, everybody, as a person who does is not from here and seeing people complain about it on the internet and now living here it makes sense this city is not designed to be no. rained on that's I, that every time people make fun of like raining in in california it's like yeah but you don't have mudslides yeah you don't have like, sinkholes that just appear and like literally suck up cars burns or what cars. about just the, what about just the fact that everybody's garbage cans go down the hill like it washed mm-hmm. down the street when it rains <laughs> like those are scarier than any mudslides I've seen a runaway garbage can take out <laughs> more cars than a mudslide. Yeah, I mean, you think you think like uh, the different kinds of rain is like this is more like an Amazonian type rain where it's like a drenching rain, you know, not so much like a chaotic storm. So it's like just coming down all at once. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. I'm glad I live on a hill for sure. You know, like I'm glad that I'm watching the the water go down and not mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. flooding out my shit how are you maxwell what's up i am so fine thank you i came here to talk about cookies today and i'm not <laughs> talking about my cookies i bought lady gaga's chromatica cookies and i i got them two weeks ago now but like i forgot to complain about how terrible they are and i've been trying to get ah. rid of them and everybody keeps i bought five i got really high wait I you bought the, five cookies like just five single cookies no, worse. I bought five boxes of No, cookies. these are just regular cookies. Okay. Wait, these so are Oreos, I, right? 
but, but okay like, so yes they're lady gaga branded oreos and uh-huh. i thought like i was like oh work mother monster come through pause up and i was like cool and i saw all the gays on twitter complaining how they couldn't find them anywhere so i was like oh let me just pop in my target app and see if it'll come up because if you use the target app and search your location it'll tell you if it's at your store and my store never has anything but they did they had them so i was like real stoned and feeling real good i bought five boxes and brought them home and we hated them i've been begging gay people on twitter to come and pick them up from my well, house what, what, what's the flavoring aren't they just like vanilla yeah how do you yes. mess up a oreo they're so i think they used a vanilla cream on the inside and it's just tmv too much vanilla it is crazy hmm. so, so i don't wait. enjoy it so and wait how are your poops not it's not fun i don't like them at see all. All that's that, the, i knew that was Apparently, they're not even allowed to be sold in London or in the UK because they have so many dyes in them. <gasps> so I've I've been begging gay people to come and pick them up, and I finally have gotten First rid of all, all of them all. That's a scoundrel of you that you know that they're terrible for the community, but you're <laughs> trying to get the community to come and pick up your fucking. But are you are you just giving them away? You fucking... Well, listen, if you stopped doing drugs, wouldn't you just give your drugs to your friends? Like you wouldn't just throw out your drugs, right? Did you see what it did to your poops? You're doing that to other people. You're making other people's Listen, poops look like that. Listen, as a gay person that only drinks iced coffee and water, I know that all those other gay people put worse shit in their body. And <laughs> I am probably doing them a favor because they're eating. And I'm sure that's what they were not doing before. So, <laughs> See, I think you should market really, it as back. just a collectible to put on the shelf. See, and that's what I, I mean, yeah, it would, that would need to be it. But other, I also wouldn't fucking do that. I, I, you know, here's the thing. I stopped drinking slushies from Sonic, the grape slushies because of what it does to your poops. Like you shouldn't be haunted by that uh, <laughs> after having a delicious grape slushie. And I knew the moment I saw those Chromatica co- cookies, I was like, that is gonna make you feel really gross at some point and you're going to be alone you have to feel mm-hmm. it alone um, i really like oreos that's why i got so many and i really hated them so diana how are you you know i'm disturbed i'm just disturbed <laughs> i spent the week watching that anna nicole documentary that britney documentary and finishing off rock of love and you know what <laughs> that time do you, feel like a feminist? do you feel like a feminist right now? <laughs> I feel ashamed of myself during that. For any participation I had in that time, I feel ashamed. I feel shame for all of us. No, one is, no one is innocent. And no. Like, like, I want to say this right now regarding the fucking uh, Britney documentary. You know, I've always said she's not my diva. And like, I wasn't really big on her story. I'm not really, I mean, I don't really listen to a lot of her music. Um, but like, you know, here's the thing. There's a lot of people in the forefront that are, that need to be held accountable, but her fan base, like you want to know what happened to Britney's toxic fan base. That's the new drag race fan base. Like that's the, these are the people that like, but we're the, also the people that have saved her. Where are the people that have, there's, a, you there's can a, say a small sorry. amount of yes. people. Yes. That, that are trying that, that, that are working. And, you know, you know, I've always, you know, regarding the the, I haven't seen the Anna Nicole one yet. I saw the previews of it, um, because uh, like it's like her and her dad, right? And they go yeah. around and she gets they go to like Anna's hometown. hometown, and they talk to people who knew her. And this girl knows shockingly very little about her, which is like probably a good dad move. You know, you think? 
Yeah, you know, I think that he ra- he doesn't raise her in L.A. She seems like she's raised, like, somewhere out in the boonies. She's very shy, does not dress like a Hollywood kid. Yeah, I know. Um, just, yeah. Yeah, and obviously he's just trying to make a little college money for her, you know? For sure. Probably for the better. I mean, yeah. cause, like, look at, like, Paris Jackson, who mm-hmm. has, like, already found herself in a bit of trouble at, like, an early age. So Wait, what happened with Paris Jackson? I think I I don't want to. I'll. Well, I know it, that she I like she had was, like a drug issue and like. Uh, yeah, I think she's already been to rehab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, Just and very also, publicly, kind of dealing with her life. Right, right. Because she yeah. she um, she became a model too, and so like, right. it was like during that I think time. She's right? like trying but to do music too. Yeah. The bottom line is Diane Sawyer owes a lot of people an apology. Well, and see, this, is a, this is the thing too, because her. like because like but but see the thing is well this is way we have to look at it because like. That was the kind of gotcha shit that 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 the audiences were craving at that time. So I mean, because like you know, we re- I revisited the Whitney interview, the crack is whack oh, interview, oh. where you know Diana's holding up a fucking picture of her looking skinny, and uh, she's like, "What does this look like?" And Di- and Whitney's like, "I don't know, Diana. What does it look like to you? Like you're the one who's obviously bringing up an issue here." But but like that was the journalism shit that we wanted, the entertainment journalism Ugh. that we wanted as an audience. So yes, she should like, I don't fault her for the interview tactics at that time because that was what was making money at the time. And she was still a woman in the business and she was still, you know, paved her way, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm not trying no, to, but, but, but I-, I am saying that in, this is a situation that I feel people, this is a little worse than like old tweets. Like this is like, this is like shit that, that really kind of fucking broke women's mental health. And I feel like, I feel like as a woman now, if I was Diana Sawyer, I would come out and be like, I was wrong. Like that was my, that was the wrong approach to you. In that Anna Nicole, where she is just snick, she literally snickers at uh oh i have i have to get off the phone i have to get off the call really quick yeah go ahead just mute and uh turn off your video turn off your okay well don't (laughs) but we're gonna continue the show because uh yeah i mean i could talk about this all day i mean no i haven't seen that i haven't seen the anna nicole one yet so i I haven't either i had a traumatic weekend so i couldn't (laughs) deal with all the sadness because i mean watching that britney thing is it's so hard i mean i really love her so to see that this has happened to her and she still seems truly so miserable after all these years i mean it's really it's sad it's really hard to swallow as a fan well um we have a program note uh regarding because uh we're going to be doing a live tony soto show on our patreon on uh february 23rd tuesday at 12 p.m pacific standard time and we were going to do just a whole episode of listener questions but after I watched the Britney show on uh, Hulu, I saw that my friend Kevin Wu was on that show. And Kevin Wu and his partner Chuck um, are uh, Learn the Wars Bitch alumni and they're fans of the show. And I was like, oh my God, look at her being a little free Britney pioneer coming out in front of courthouses, you know, getting the tea. So we have, I've asked him to come on the show. And so he's going to be our guest on that 
on that uh at that week so we're that's exciting so if you follow our patreon if you uh if you are able to donate a mere five dollars a month uh to the cause that is the tony soda show you if this is going to be the beginning of a lot more live shows because if it's as easy as they think it is there's no reason why we can't do it you know what i mean there's no reason why we shouldn't so uh we're going to be um having more fun with our Patreon. So just, you know. Did you see the update today in the free Britney thing that Britney Spears' current boyfriend is speaking out against Jamie Spears? Wait, can he do that though? Like that's things that you can't do. Well, this is the first time it's happened. So it's really kind of a full scandal. So we're still talking about uh, Diana's oh, back. We're still talking about the free Britney thing. Cause I wasn't done. Okay. Yes. <laughs> We just spilled the tea that Sam, her boyfriend. Yes, I saw that. Is agree is saying that Jamie Spears is a dick. Dick. Good for him. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like when when one of those when one of those uh, the people that was being interviewed in the documentary was like, "Uh, the only thing I'm going to say about Jamie Spears is he said, "Oh, my daughter's made so rich, she's going to buy me a boat." Ugh. Uh, and then all his failed businesses and bankruptcies. Like, what qualifies you to run this giant? you know, lucrative business. And let's let's honestly, let's paint it how it is. Like, okay, like granted to us, to us schlubs, $60 million is a lot of money, but she's Britney fucking Spears. It should be more than $60 million. Yeah. Like there yeah. is, there's, well, there is money. I'm that loving her refusing her. to perform. Well, see, and, and, and I live for that too, because, and that's proof in itself. It's like, come on, she's not performing for you people because yeah. she's not happy. And all she wants to do is drive. You know, like when, 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 when she's being interviewed and it's like, when have you felt your freest? And she's like, when I could drive, this uh, shows you this girl is just from Louisiana. You know what I mean? She was, she was created mm-hmm. by producers and yeah, she had the talent to back it up. Um, Cause like those earlier videos when she, when she was on star search and shit, oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, what? <laughs> Love those. Love those. Love those. No that idea. little deep voice of hers. Those yeah, and I feel like she has a. Well, okay, Maxwell. I feel like she has. She had. A, she has a range that I didn't really know about, and like, and 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 so, she's a product of poor management, and toxic fans. Toxic fans and toxic tabloid culture. Toxic tabloid culture. Because I honestly, I texted as soon as I real like. I can't believe that this documentary was the first time I ever heard postpartum depression associated with Britney Spears. She had two babies back back to back back, and then the paparazzi harassing her at the same time and going through a divorce. She was also 25. And 25. And nobody is helping this girl. Nobody is... Nobody put that shoot together. And their idea of helping is when she does have a breakdown, take her money away from her take her money away or like make wow. her work or you know, well, her here's do... the thing here her her family saw trouble child star that's what that's what they saw they're like we we have to she has made too much money we cannot afford to lose any of this because she's a trouble childhood star lock her down and I do think that that her mother genuinely cared about what was going on with her yeah I but think her that mother that... I think is, is an abused woman yeah, well, absolutely. I, I mean, David LaChapelle did that inter- photo shoot in, 
her house, that uh, Rolling Stone photo shoot with the Teletubby oh, was yeah. done in her childhood home. And he said that her house is creepy. He said it was a very bizarre energy. He said it was very toddlers and tiaras, like pageant mom, dedicated yeah. to Britney throughout the whole house. He said it was very weird. Yeah. So, mom's I mean, house? And, no, that was the house that her dad and uh, Jamie Lynn had built together. Or Jamie and Her Lynn. Kentwood home. Yeah. Well, it's confusing because they have Jamie Lynn Spears, but that's because it's Jamie, Jamie and their and mom Lynn. and Lynn, which is so Kentucky. I can't listen. They're hillbillies from Louisiana. All right. Like oh, this is the okay. thing. We can't, we, we, you had dumb people who probably shouldn't have had children anyway, had an exceptional child and didn't know what to do with her. So put her in the hands of whoever would. Yeah. And then just fucking cash. Felicia. Back. Just, Felicia. Well, and you know what? And She's I, and a sweet I, lady. She was endearing. We like, love yeah. like she, she, like, like for her to come out and be like, because I feel like she was pushed aside at some yeah. point, and that to me was bizarre. And it was like, but, but never did she waver. Like she was always. She, it looked like she did every job. When what was she an usher? When she was like yeah. seeing people, and a fan was like, "Hey, tell people who you really are." Like it's one of those moments. It's like. Like, look, they're building, there's, there's like a culty thing happening around Britney Spears and the powers that be. Like they keep the people who love her away from her and it's bizarre. So, but anyway, um, we'll but talk plus Tess Barker and Barbara Gray. I we'll love We'll talk them. about yes, this. Seriously. We'll talk, we'll talk about this more in two weeks uh, when we do our live show on Patreon. But we should try to get those girls on here. Um, yes. Oh, and the other, oh, the people of the podcast, right? The yeah, girls of the podcast. Yeah. We should try to get mm-hmm. them. My hairdresser does Tess's hair. I could. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I've met Tess quite a few times. Oh, let's do our Ooh, LA thing, girls. Let's work it out. Let's get our alliances together. I, I mean, I'm not a friend of hers, but I can definitely get a hold of her. Yeah, don't tempt me with doing an LA thing. I'm <laughs> so down. Don't tempt me with a good time. Um, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, uh, I believe we have our guest Daniel Francesi. We'll see. She's not here yet. Well, we'll see. Mm. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> hey, everybody. Do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy Casey Lie. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, The Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back with the show. And y'all, I'm so excited that our guest is back. Return guest, friend of the show. That's right, he's famous. He did a movie that people know uh, a long time ago. Um, but still remains relevant. And that's what I fucking love about her. We have Daniel Francesi on the show. Daniel Francesi. Yes. Yes. Hello. Welcome back. You look so tan. Yes. The last time we were here. I'm my sound right now, you guys. I have no sound. You have no sound? You can't hear us? Wait, you can't hear us? Oh, good. Say whatever you want. I have no sound. What does that mean? We hear you. <laughs> we hear you. We hear you. What happened? Oh, okay, I'm back. I'm back. Now. Okay. Oh, oh my God. Thank God. You're such a I don't want to break your balls, but I was having testicular difficulties. Okay, I'm back. You know, we're we're sit, we're just sitting here complimenting your tan, and you don't. And you know what? We're not going to do it again. We're not going to no. say it again. All right, you missed it. It's okay. My ego doesn't need to be fed anymore. I'm good. <laughs> 
Now, uh, Danny, welcome Honestly, back to the once, show. Once I'm on your Nana's cell phone case, I'm good to go. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm like all stocked up on ego. I just dropped a couple of boxes off the, out of the closet. <laughs> so, uh, Danny, before uh, uh, we came back, we were doing our first segment and we were talking about um, the Britney movie on uh, on Hulu. Do you have any thoughts on what's going on with Miss Spears at this moment? Leave Britney alone. No, I <laughs> He was I right. Do. Listen, Chris was mm-hmm. right. Was Say right. what we want. He was right. Really? Chris was right. Crazy, he was huh? right all along. Chris Crocker was prophetic. Um, I think, um, you know, first of all, uh, as long as she's safe, right? Like, I know there's a few people out there that have needed conservatorships and it's done them good. And then maybe there's a few where it's done them bad. But, you know, um, she burnt down her gym. But look, she has But that work. was recently. And she's been in a conservatorship since 2008. So yeah, what listen, who is protecting her? Sometimes gyms burn down. Listen, you've never left I a candle been- on. I have dropped a candle before and I don't have a gym. I live in a little tiny apartment. I've almost, that's what I was like. Oh, no more candles, girl. The moment one fell. If your family (laughs) abused you like hers did, I'm sure you'd forget about your candle too. Yeah. Look, what, if she wasn't being watched, what else would she have burned down? But, but here's the thing, like, here's the thing, here's the thing, like, like we've all fucked up, but do we need people to be watching us? Like, look, she had a bad year. She was kind of exploited, like pretty bad by the media, by the fan base. And it's like, to me, I'm just, I don't know, to me, I'm just like, okay. What is then don't make her money? work. Then don't make her work. If she's so incompetent, yeah, well, don't make take- her work. Hot take, I don't think kids should be in the industry unless they have parents that are already in the industry or unless the parent themselves can like um, pass a, psychi- a psychiatric evaluation and maybe some kind of test set up by sag after. I don't know. Only I mean, Elijah Wood should have been a child actor. You know, and I, and I love Only this him. because because like Danny, you know, you think you, you kind of want to think of Danny as a child actor, but he was not like he, played, he was not when he played that when yeah. he played Damien. He was how old were you when you played? You were 26. 26. Well, so that's the, that's movie magic right there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And a very close shave. <laughs> Drag queen close. You look you look like a baby. Um, I learned a shaving trick that I could share um, that was do. really good. And it yeah. was, a, Jonathan Bennett taught it to me and he learned it on all my children. Oh, and you already have me. I'm already yeah, ready. Not only are those two words really good to me, but also I've been working on my mustache. So I need all the tips I can get. I'm feeling the stash, but, uh, the, um, but it was a mixture of like gel uh, shaving cream um, and Noxzema. Oh. cold cream uh-huh. and then you put that on with a brand new razor every time and work against the grain and you have the best most cleanest most smoothest shave of your life oh, i forgot that he was on my children i completely remember his arcs now mm-hmm. he, he, yeah he like all my children was one of my stories like that was same i wasn't was i was an abc girl it was all my children and then we get right to one, right one to, gen- to live and then Don't general hospital right before oprah I never watched General Hospital. And actually, since like, you know, all of them are canceled, I've been trying during pandemic to watch General Hospital because a lot of my actors went to that show. But after, look, this is how I know I'm like 
a loyal story viewer. I don't see them as anyone else but the characters they were on TV. You know, my friend, uh, my friend Paul's aunt plays Roxy on All My Children or on One Life mm -hmm. to Live. Mm -hmm. I met her, we hung out, and all I wanted to do was call her Roxy. <laughs> so I wanted, I wanted to ask her about why she was so mean to Natalie. I wanted to ask her, <laughs> like I had, I had story questions. Um, I was with a soap opera friend once and we went to the movies and they were like, why did you put that lady in a well? Just like yelling at her, like. We're very committed uh -huh, people. Like, uh -huh. see, this is, and see, this is the thing too. Like stories got such a bad rap because they were made so much that they were like taped over and shit. There's no real archive. Like to, to as, a, as a loyal soap opera watcher, I would love for the stories that I know to be able to watch it from the beginning to where it is now. I would, but you can't, it doesn't exist. Yeah, if I you know can get some crazy? Tad and Brooke again. Ugh, yeah. Man. It's just the most janky production value. Like they don't care. They'll just like, they'll be like someone's 14 and then the next like week they're like 24 and they're just like, deal with it, bitch. This yeah, is oh yeah, yeah. Kids just disappear and they're teenagers out of nowhere. And listen, Tad is now a fucking uh, Southern speaking lawyer on General Hospital and I mm -hmm. can't get into it. Mm -hmm. I can't. Uh, Danny. <laughs> How are you doing now? You uh, you headed east. You went down uh, to Florida during COVID. You're out of here. You were like, "Fuck the epicenter." <laughs> I'm no. going to Disney World. Look, I spent all of 2020 riding it out, bunkered up in my apartment, learning how to order groceries, learning how to like order everything in, like, and I am like done with that moment for now because my nephew was born. I had like a, a COVID baby nephew and I was like, I'm, I got, I, I didn't get to meet him when he was born. And that was like killing me inside. I'm like the, I'm like the world's ultimate gunkle. So I came here for Christmas and then I just, and then it was just getting worse and worse in LA. And I'm like, all my jobs were virtual. I'm like, well, why go back? Yeah. And mm -hmm. so, but, but like, you know, it's funny because like, um, I, there was, you know, remember when, when California could be smug about Florida, because like I wanted to like be able to like be in a way where I could be shady, like eh, Florida, you went to Florida. Yeah, but I'm not in Florida. I'm in South Florida. Like, there's a difference, and like it is like a whole nother shit. I, you know, like I you're don't... trying to compare Manhattan and Schenectady. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is like a different thing. <laughs> So have you have you felt a pinch with work uh, since everything's happening or have you found a way to like supplement income? Like how's it going for you? How's the biz? Uh, last year was a little crazy because I was about to have like the biggest year financially of my career and I've had the worst year in like a decade, you know, like, so that was difficult. But, you know, it, it's like the river stopped, but it created all this like little Delta streams like of, of revenue that hopefully when, as the river now is filling up again, those will just become their own rivers. And maybe I'll, maybe it'll end up being a good thing in the future. I mean, I, you know, started a podcast. I, I started blowing up on TikTok. I started doing a lot of influencer gigs. I um, oh do my virtual God, I keep hearing now. about TikTok. Like, I, I do want to talk about your podcast, though, because you have a Jesus podcast, right? Like, you I have, do. You have a, well, you know how, you know how religiously forward we are here on the Tony Soto show. Yeah, I know. Uh, I keep a staunch base of atheists behind me at all costs. Huh? But, you, well, but, I, but I adore you. And honestly, I didn't really know that you had a connection with the Jesus. Um, but like, you have been doing this podcast for how long now? And tell us a little bit about it. So my podcast is called Yas Jesus. That's right. Yas Jesus is what it's called. <laughs> right. Yas Jesus. 
And it is like an exploration into um, the intersectionality of homosexuality and spirituality, like where sex and spirituality meet, where it's non-slut shaming, sex positive, um, LGBTQ friendly. We go in and find the queer stories in the Bible because of course we're there. We have just been like erased like through years. For instance, something that you might find very interesting um, is like Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat like that we always hear about that story. The Dreamcoat in the Bible, uh, if you go to like one of the earliest translation, translations, which is 48 um, AD, um, the, it, it is written as a Ketanet Pasim. And Ketanet Pasim is only in one other place in the Bible. And that is where um, a king gives his virginal princess daughter a Ketanet Pasim to wear on her wedding day. Ketanet Pasim is a princess dress. So Joseph wasn't in a fucking coat. He was in like a rainbow princess dress. Joseph was genderqueer. Joseph might've been a trans person of color. And the reason he got jumped, which is always framed by the church, the puritanical bullshit hierarchy as like, um, the, the brothers were so jealous of his fine coat. Instead, they beat the shit out of him because he was in a dress. And that is where um, they make a mistake because if somebody wanted that coat, they wouldn't have like covered it in blood and ripped it up. And like, so, you know, these are examples like that and perspectives that, in, that have been erased from time because people, don't, because people don't read the Bible. They listen to somebody else tell them what's in it. But and I have a question. Yeah. So is the approach to this that the Bible is like a true reference book, like these, that, that Joseph and her coat were realistic things? Is that what we're, is, is that, is that your belief or like the belief of the podcast? I'm interested to know because yeah, I think I've had my, I've had I my think? own religious journey and blissfully found my way to disbelief. So well, do I believe that uh, that Noah took two of every animal and put it on a boat and the whole world flooded? Like, no, not really. Like, you know what I mean? Do I believe that there was like a talking snake like in the Garden of Eden? Not really. But I think a lot of these stories that we read in the Bible, the, re the reason they're told that way is to be remembered and captured. You know, we, you know, Jesus was living the same time as Homer in the Odyssey. Like, and what if we were all believing that there was a Cyclops right now? Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, to me, I feel like, um, these stories are meant to be a reflective text. Like when I read the story of Joseph, it will appear to me as a story about a genderqueer person. Whereas like, you know, that might not be somebody else's perspective who has no reason to see a gender. You take what works for you. You take right. what works for the you. Archetypes. Well, it should be reflective. You know, there's a story in the Bible about David and Jonathan. And it's the, honestly, if you're ever going to pick up a Bible, you should read that because it's so hot and gay. Like they make out, he takes off his loincloth. They have three, count them, three. I don't need that kind of sex. I don't need that kind of sex. I don't need to get it from the Bible. I don't. I don't. But I'm just saying, but I'm just saying like, my dad would read that story between David and Jonathan, and that's not what it would be for him. It would be the story about a best friendship or his brothers, whereas, like, I read it as the gayest love story, like the, the broke back mountain of the Bible. Like, and, like, you know, it's just like, it's all about perspective. Well, I mean, this is interesting because, like I said, I did not know that you were a religious gay. And um, your co host, uh, Azariah. Azariah, who has been on this show before. We love Azariah. Um, uh, how has how has the reception been? Like, do you do you allow your audience to take part in the discussion? Like, uh, yeah, we have a website where you can like people leave recordings and like leave messages and ask questions. Uh, we have like like 
prayer requests and praise reports where like you can like either like you know want us to pray for something with you or if you want us to like you know be grateful for something with you we um we, we talked about gay, gay christian news specifically where gays were like kicked out of christian places and we call out the organizations that do that we talk about church clarity because there's a lot of this bullshit shit going on right now with these churches these mega churches that like they sound like gyms their names like energize church mm, or like yeah yeah and and what they're doing or the is preachers are having meet, sex with people yeah well, they're trying to be cool and appeal and appeal to like young people, but in, and be gay affirming. Like if you walk in holding your boyfriend's hand, they're like, welcome, we love you guys. But then like, they don't let queer people rise to roles of leadership or take roles in the church or they won't let gay, you know. Um, or oh, gender, we don't need uh, blowjobs in the church, daddy. It's a church <laughs> and we know what gays do is they suck the dicks. Um, well, listen, this is the most we've talked about Jesus in a long time. So let's move on to something a little more realistic. <laughs> You know, I'm little... still sitting here mind blown at the fact that <laughs> Joseph is genderqueer. That was like that was like a musical we played in our Look at you, you converted you converted <laughs> someone on my show, you devil. Listen, <laughs> just like a third world country, you're gonna manage to lose someone. Um but I'm wait. not trying to convert nobody, honestly. It's just about like people should just know these perspectives. It's actually very um, there's a lot of ch church trauma for people sure. and, it's, and now, it's very um, freeing to just know that these perspectives exist out there and there are people who are just as learned as the people who told them that they don't um, talking about them. Now, are you old school Christians gathering or have you found a church that you feel uh, uh, represents your beliefs? There are a lot of churches like um, you can go to churchclarity.org that, that they definitely say we are gay affirming. We marry gays. We baptize gays. We believe that gays are like everyone else. And that is a church that I would go to. But I don't actually go to church. I mean, I have like two hours of Yash Jesus every Sunday and I kind of have our own little community there. And I feel like it's our own little thing. I mean, we're not spiritual leaders or anything like that, but we definitely have a sense of community there. Yeah. I mean, we are reaching people in like Paris, the Philippines, Chile, like we're getting letters from like everywhere, Tokyo, of people that are like, you know, needed this message. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to go to the hateful churches because I like the attention. You know, I want them. To <laughs> oh, you want to, <laughs> you and Azariah, go rebel rouse. I want them to really see me. You know what I mean? I want them to be like, ah, she would suck yes. dick in this church. Get her out of here. <laughs> And I have, um, uh, I've had a journey. And so that's why I feel really, see, like, it's like, it's like, I, I, I feel very firm in my belief of not believing because of my journey, but it is a lot of trauma. So sometimes trauma affects you in a certain way. And my, well, you know, we even did an episode about kink and spirituality that there's like Christian couples who can experience things like kink and orgies and things like that. I mean, it's interesting, like how, you know, because things like that could be spiritual awakening for some people. Um, how's comedy for you? What's going on? Are you still making people laugh? Like, I am. Um, I am uh, doing gigs right now. I've got like, you know, I'm doing a gig for Comedy Central. That I'll talk, I can't talk about really, but I got that going. I'm doing like stuff. Uh, uh, I'm doing a lot of college virtual shows, mm -hmm. which are really great. Um, and that's really cool. Uh, I'm doing one for San Antonio College coming up. I just did one. I did one for Juilliard. I watched um, Lose. I, I I was uh, in Chicago when Shea Coulee. Uh, by the way, happy belated birthday, Shea Coulee. Oh, happy birthday! That's great. Um, happy birthday, Shea. Happy she was birthday. she was doing a bingo show with 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 uh, college on Zoom. And and so is it kind of like that where it's like you see them 
Um, it's or... like a Zoom meeting where I'm the, the basically the only speaker, and I can see all the students in their living rooms that have their mic, that have their cameras on. And when it's time for them to laugh, I ask them to unmute, or I ask them questions, or I'm like, "Girl, that painting's ugly," or whatever. Like, I could like, you know, like. Well, see, this them. is the. Well, see, don't you think that like? So I have seen some stand up and in, in uh, virtual, and I feel like I feel like. Uh, it's either you go to prop comedy or you try to do interaction with audience. Do you find that you're drawn to doing that more on a Zoom thing than you would in actual real stand-up? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I do a lot of act outs in my stand-up where like I run around the stage or something like that and I can't really be doing a lot of that virtually. So I do set up some things like, you know, wigs or like funny things I'll throw around, like things that I have prepared off camera to have like sight gags. Um, but it's interesting. I mean, it's been really great. It's been really intimate. Um, it's been lucrative. I, I'm happy that it's happening, you know, and I hope that when everything returns back to normal, that comedy will still exist in some space online. And I'm finding a lot of success on really? Clubhouse. Have you heard about Clubhouse? I have. What is Clubhouse? Uh -huh. Clubhouse is fantastic. If you want an invite, just DM me because you need an invite. But um, it's like sort of like old AOL chat rooms, but uh, talk radio and there's like panels and it's all kinds of like celebrities and entrepreneurs that are like talking on these panels and um there's shows and comedy games and stupid shit all night long and it's like AOL it could be a grab bag of anything anyone creates and it's been a really fun thing oh I love that mm, that sounds fun it is yeah, word only right now and it's in beta but uh, it is great wait is that something that is that like a platform that creators can be on to like yes stuff? and it is about to blow up because there's all these rumors about mm -hmm. facebook is going to do an acquisition there's rumors that twitter is going to be combating them by opening up their stuff to do the same so the tony soto show should get on the forefront of that is that what you're saying absolutely because now is the time it is like mm -hmm. the wild wild web west oh she's so tired uh i can't <laughs> but i'm ready i'm ready listen here's the, here's my thing and uh before we go to break i want to ask you this because uh you kind of just touched on it like uh what what do you like what 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 are you hoping i mean we all gave up on timelines when trump was president like he he tried really hard so i think at this point like i'm just not really thinking of timelines like when what would what would have to happen to make you think like okay finally things are moving back into the, uh, a direction that's good um uh well, the numbers would have to go down. I think that's <laughs> that's the thing we're all waiting for, right? Sure, but sure. I, but I, um, uh, international travel, I miss it so much. Um, I'm really excited about doing that again. I, you know, I was hosting Scotland Pride this year and I was doing a UK tour and I was going to Iceland. You had I, a good 2019. Like you were doing really good in 2019, right? Yeah, and 2020, I, was, I had all of these things planned that just kind of went away and I mean, I had staple gigs, like, you know, every year, like, um, I had a gig to host the AIDS run, um, which is also a music festival in Atlanta. And, you know, that, like, that's something I count on every um, fall, you know, as mm -hmm. like, as a, as, as a pillar of my finances, and then, you know, things like that go away. And, you know, so you had, a, I had to scramble and figure out some new ways to make, you know, I just hope some of this stuff, uh, some of this money that they've come up with to do these virtual things, uh, continue. I hope that auditions are forever now. Oh, sorry, I'm back. Um, I hope auditions are forever now on uh, video because we could live anywhere now. And if we spread out, we could really change this country. That's actually, I never thought about that. That's actually a really good fucking point. 
because I'm my now, vote's going to count way more in Florida than it is in, in LA. Yeah, I think that the entertainment business will be able to become a nice hybrid of mm-hmm. this because this is. I mean, I was I've I've told Diana and Maxwell repeatedly. I was like, I don't know that I'll ever have a guest back in my apartment. Like, why would I need to do that? This works just right. fine. You know? Yeah. I, why should I drive to Santa Monica to record a voiceover? I'm doing them on my cell phone and everyone's happy with it. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, but also I think that, you know, uh, uh, people should have mics and stuff at this point though, too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I mean, get it together, bitch. Uh, well, listen, uh, let's take a break because when we come back, we're going to do our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back with the show. Now, listeners, you know that we really, really care about your questions, concerns, comments, or critiques so much that we do them every week. So all you have to do if you want your questions, concerns, critiques, comments read on the show is go to the TonySotoShow.com. It's right there at the top. It's like it says, hey, contact Tony Soto. Just me. Literally goes to my inbox. Right in my box, bitch. Uh, Who's going to kick us off this week? Oh, I'm so excited to kick us off because this is a follow-up from Tiffany, whose sister is Lydia Chlamydia. Um, No. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you for reading one of my notes. I've been writing in for two years about my fucked up family. So there's more of this Tiffany story. I'm glad that this one piqued your interest. You were all right that I was just trying to confirm that I was just trying to confront her cheating husband. Also, LOL, yes, I'm from Ohio. So we are bored and constantly waiting for our loved ones to fuck up. I have decided to lock this info on my sister away for the for a holiday or something. You are all so good together. This is the best cast so far, Tony. <laughs> so she's saving it. The best. Okay, Daniel, first of all, we got to catch Daniel up because uh, he was not here last week. But Tiffany wrote in, because uh, her sister's husband stepped out and gave her chlamydia as a result. And I guess the sister is kind of like, you know, pretentious and whatnot. And so this is fuel that Tiffany has. And I don't remember what we said to do. What did we tell her? You both said that you shouldn't say shit. And I said, you can only make fun of it if her name is Lydia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I said, leave your sister's family trauma out of her, like, Base. Tiffany, I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry if you've read. If you've read I can't say that we get such an influx that I would have missed your family trauma, but there have been certain uh, questions that I've gotten from people where I'm like, that's a little. <laughs> Look, it's all how you frame it. I think just be classy about it. Instead of calling it the clap, just be like, call it the applause. <laughs> your husband gave you a big applause. My, my sister lives for the applause. Yeah. Uh, no. I live for the applause too. Chromatica uh, cookies. Oh my! Have you had the Chromatica cookies, Daniel? I did. I finally found them. Yeah. Aren't they uh, terrible? Maxwell didn't like them. They taste like vanilla. I thought they were gonna taste like fruity pebbles, but they taste like vanilla. And, and how were your and how were your poops? Um, uh, crocrapita. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you should never eat anything green like that. That's that's. Oh my god! Can I even tell you? Like honestly, I am on this like crazy diet because not even to lose weight, although I am. But it's like I took that Everly Well finger prick test where they tell you your food sensitivities. Oh. And 
everybody knows I'm Italian. Like that's part of who I am. It's my identity yeah. and my brand. I mean, basically your fingers are like this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But honestly, some of the foods I'm sensitive to are eggplant, garlic, and mozzarella. Uh, wow. Bitch, like they said specifically mozzarella. I'm like, this is a hate crime. You know what that is? Uh. That's your Jesus testing you, just so you know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's God's plan, and we don't know what it is yet, but she maybe apparently works in mysterious ways. I mean, girl, give Jesus up wants you to drink goat milk. <laughs> <laughs> As an Italian who's lactose and doesn't really eat any red meat, I'm I'm here for you. I'm here with you, and like you're not alone. Like, well, cow's worry. milk was on the list, girl, so I'm right there with you. Well, yeah, yeah no, no, I mean, I'm like shamed like, every family function. Especially like, you know, high processed cow's milk that comes out of those fucking uh, cow Auschwitzes on your mm -hmm. way to fucking oh. SF. So up the five. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Now, if I, if I eat regretta, I'm going to be in the bathroom with regretta. That's the most Italian joke I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, <laughs> listen, stay Tiffany. tuned for my Ajita half hour coming soon. <laughs> well, listen, Tiffany, uh, good luck. I, I hope that your little jewel comes out at a really nice, do an obscure one. Give her a flag day call out to her chlamydia. You know, something that, a holiday that, you know, is understated. Make it really memorable. You know, so you could talk about the fucking flag day of 2022 when you went a little crazy on your poor sister, Lydia. <laughs> when is flag day <laughs> who's next me um vaccinated and horny writes i was recently vaccinated and back on grinder i was sharing my vaccination receipt and everybody thought i was lying what is with these fags don't they want to fuck I mean, vaccinated and horny, unfortunately, I think you're going to just have to get used to the backlash for now. And I mean, I'm watching The Real Housewives of Orange County, and this person is lying about having cancer. So like people lie about anything these days. So just have the receipts. That guy didn't. And they called um, him out. And so also, he... we know that vaccinated and horny is by no means a doctor because your vaccination <laughs> does not necessarily protect you from passing on COVID. It yeah. protects you from dying from it. So you could very well still be asymptomatic and spreading that dirty COVID around. But I'm telling you, I am ready to find a glory hole. I need a dick just in my mouth, just for a little <laughs> bit, just for a minute. Like, you know, and I'm usually not really all that dick forward. So I'm with you, Horny. I get you. I understand where you're at. But like, you know, at some point, you just want to be hit in the face with a penis. Again, just once, just, just. A little snack, you know. Bring some wet wipes with you yeah. and your Purell. Listen, we talked about plan. it. We talked about the plan. Like we're gonna go in there, like you know, concerned middle-aged mothers. We're gonna have a little bag. We're gonna have wipes. Like, but I... <laughs> don't That's you miss Dick, Daniel? Daniel. Um, I think I want to know if vaccinated horny got the cootie shot. Is there a circle, circle, dot, dot <laughs> happening? That's what I need to know. <laughs> Because just because you're like you're as soon as you get the vaccination, you're ready. As soon as you got the shot, you're ready to get shot on your face, like right away. You know, it it's just makes still you think, flu though. season. Here's, but Why wait? <laughs> but see, here's the thing: vaccinated, horny. I'm not convinced <coughs> that you 
<coughs> Whoa, get the vaccination, please. That, that you didn't fuck during COVID already. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not convinced. Here's what. Here's what you learn uh, during a pandemic. Uh, the gays are liars. <laughs> uh, no, you just got to get a, 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 a quarantine buddy. That's all. I don't well, trust see, them either. I have so but, many but, people saying, oh, I don't go anywhere. But see, this is not true. Like, like I will be goddamned if a COVID fucking pandemic is going to force me into a relationship. All right. I have spent, <laughs> I have spent years fucking avoiding those by all costs. So I'll be gone. Wow, damn. how many pandemic relationships do you think are happening out there? Oh, uh, so, so, many, so many, so so many, so many. And that's the thing. It's like, I, I, and we've talked about this on the show to death. I know I'm sorry, listeners, but I like sex to be fucking on a whim. And quite frankly, I don't want to have to like do too much chatting about it. You know, <laughs> we just do it. But would you I feel comfortable? The applause. Give me the. the but would you feel more? Not. Would you feel more comfortable if, on a whim, they just busted out that card, like that was just the signal? I mean, first of all, I need to see on the news what the official card is. There needs to be an official card. It can't just be handwritten notes saying on seven such on twenty one blah blah that they got a shot. I'm sorry, I need it to be official. I need a hologram on it. I need to be a notary republic in the building. <laughs> <laughs> there are things that I need. All right, I I can't have it. I can't have the RN. Wait, uh, maybe that's the key. Maybe that's the key. Maybe the grinder profile should be like notary Republican horny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't have your note signed by Sally from fucking Nebraska. Uh uh-uh. uh. I need it to be from Mr. President Biden. Okay. <laughs> um, See, I got a gel manager in Nebraska it. and she drilled it down to the I will not trust anything that's happening in Nebraska. Never. I drove through it and I got depressed immediately. It's like in the air. It's like you breathe it in and you're like, the, it's like the uh. mist. Um, all right, guys, here's the last question. It's from John. He says, I don't want to drone on because I know you all hate to read, but, uh, but a little over a year ago, my boyfriend cheated on me right before the pandemic. I spent the better part of the year getting angry and really wanted to cheat myself, but can't. I love him, but I really let the anger get deep. And if I cheated, then I lose high ground. Uh, I will take Diana's advice, (laughs) (laughs) but happy to listen to others. Okay, we'll start in that. Ladies first. Um, (laughs) Diana. So Sitting there steaming, just just sitting there steaming for a year looking at his cheating ass boyfriend. I feel feel like if you're steaming, then that means that that high ground card has not been affected, effective. Like the yeah. the card is over. You've yeah, played well, it. So yeah. well, no, the high card is never there. If you're sitting there mad at him the whole time, the yeah. high the, the high card is getting over it, right? I think you know, just good old cuck style. Let him know that it's gonna happen so that he can <laughs> steam on it. Wait, 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 wait. You mean that John has to tell his boyfriend that he's going to yeah. cheat on him? Yes, so I just, think so. Just be ready for it. Yes. That John, you, is, John is that honestly, the sound advice that you are hoping you to should get just from explain, Diana? Hey, this really upsets me. It's upset me for a year. And I think that it's only fair that uh, I be able to find somebody with a vaccination card and do my thing. <laughs> That's right. No I'll let you know after it happens. Daniel. I did not expect that. I think Daniel, do, what do, do you what think? you want, do what you think is right, 
but have an exit strategy. Once there's like a crack like this in the foundation, you got to look out for yours. If he wasn't looking out for you, then you got to look out for you. But would so you have a little around? money stashed away. Have an idea where you might move to if you feel like you might move. Have a friend that's willing to help you stay with them for a week or two if you need to get the fuck out. But have an exit strategy. But if Maxwell, you love them, stay, but have an exit strategy. Maxwell, would you just sit there and seethe and breathe fucking hatred for a year in the same space with them? Hell, hell no. I would have either cheated right away or left. I probably would have left, though. Like, I'm not really one to play games. I would just be like, oh... But I'm also a very not jealous person. So like the idea of being cheated on to me is so weird. Like I would never have that restriction on it. I would probably be like, why didn't you invite me to have sex with you? If you and there's another person. But if you were lied so, to or if it was like, like, you oh, know. Oh, I hate being lied to. So you'd be out the door. If like, you without cheated in a relationship before. once, I had a boyfriend who slept with like one of my high school friends. And I thought that that was really shady. And neither of them told me. Like, to me, that kind of seemed to me like crossing the line, even when you have open rules. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... All about communication. So if it, you really feel like he's being dishonest, you should just dip. Like, why? You're going to cheat back, and then what? Who's happy then? Yeah. This psychological yeah. warfare is kind of fun. It is, is a nice... I mean, <laughs> that's such a... I mean, that's... A, I, I feel, like, I feel like this is a straight thing. thing. Not to be sexist. <laughs> feel like... But that's such a girl play. Like, I'm yeah. out. I'm gone. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I would be gone, but if you're already sitting there for a year seething, then obviously that was not your that that's not where you're going with this. Because the thing is, if he cheated on you right before pandemic, that's perfect time to throw him the fuck out. Be like, ah, I'm not sitting here with right. you during pandemic, you cheater. Your breath still smells like that other guy's dick. Like I'm not doing that. So, but so like I, Heather. So like Heather. yeah, like Heather from Rock of Love season one, like. So, I mean, that girl got what? fucked. Oh that, my God. that girl got fucked and then broken up with in the same show. Like, she, like, was <laughs> like, like, hey, thanks for sleeping with me. And then, no. Um, anyway, John, look. Like, I don't ever buy it when you're like, okay, I love them. But I would, if you love them still, you wouldn't be harboring that mm-hmm. hatred and you wouldn't be thinking about cheating on them. So, at this point, just break up with them. So, that way... When COVID is over, you can just come out and you can fuck anyone you want. Like, simple. Like, look, there it is. And you literally wasted your pandemic. <laughs> like, yeah. This is a perfect a time for a glow up, too. Like, you know, barrel down, get rid of him, wash that man out of your hair. Yeah. You know, do start some planks, your glow up. get your life going, get out there. Like, March, spring is time. Is, March is close. That's spring, bitch. Get, get, get fit, get right, get out. Uh, and get a therapist it seems like you really need to work on um, some communication there John yeah. with, I yeah, say if that you're with coming love. to these freaking circus monkeys for some advice like that's white people that's hey, white listen, people though I, that's, that's, that's white waspy people that just want to sit there and sit and harbor uh-huh. it and sit and hate on it and listen that's not where I'm from I'm, I'm a Latino I'll tell oh, you yeah. we I'm do everything today. very loud <laughs> I have just enough trauma to keep it real so yeah, <laughs> I'm like just traumatized enough by my parents and all of you heathens in my life to be like, no. Daniel, did we traumatize you this on this show at all? Daniel, did you have a good time? Baby, I got the skin of our rhinoceros and the heart of a lion. You can't get to me. <laughs> fuck Brenda. Uh, fuck Brenda. That's why I'd be like, no, fuck Brenda. It's always fun to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming back on. Well, thanks for having me so much. Uh, tell people where they can find you on the internet. 
Um, you can find me at What's Up Danny on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, BlackPeopleMeet.com, JJ Farmers Only, Christian Mingle, and Venmo Girl. Are you on Tumblr? No, well, not really. No. <laughs> well, we're we're trying to figure out whether it's sexy or not. We we asked. Nah, I used to have like eight tumblers, and now I, I don't have anything. There. Eight. It's just like Jesus. Who needs that many tumblers? Uh, I know. All I was di- it was it. all different personalities, girl. It was like a whole thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't it was know for that. every mood. Uh, Diana. Uh, you can find me on the internet at Diana D Triple E Luna. Um, and if you have the hookups for some Girl Scout cookies, get in my DMs. I will support your troop. I need those thin mints. <laughs> she does. Uh, Maxwell. Hey. Uh, oh, what? Oh, I what? just want to say just a warning that a handful of thin mints is a fat mint. Just watch out. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing this shit for years. Oh, sleeves I really for days. I thought how to handle a thin mint. Listen, a, a sleeve of anything. Don't don't threaten me with a good time. Mm-hmm. If it comes in a sleeve, I'll fucking I'll murder that sleeve. It's a sleeve a day. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Maxwell. Um, you can see what I'm up to on Instagram at Maxwell Esposito. You could talk to me about my cookies at me underscore LGBTina. Oh, for the month of February, I'm donating 50% of the proceeds to the last uh, prisoner project, which is a f- organization that is donating or working on releasing prisoners from jail that have live in states with legal cannabis but are in jail for cannabis charges and i'm gonna give them my money for that so if you want she's a philanthropist giving back that's great changing the world well well, i mean it doesn't seem fair that these people are in jail and i'm like making money on it so let's give some of it back agreed that's right check your white ass check your Mm -hmm. white ass for sure you devil white devil um, Honey, you you flip back and forth races every episode. You were the whitest last week, and whatever is the most convenient. That's the- <laughs> now you're now you're this ep- this episode. You're brown enough to not have trauma, so like whatever floats your boat. Girl. First of all, my brownness is where the trauma comes from. <laughs> that is nothing but trauma. I, I hate you, Dad. No, uh- <laughs> and the Catholic Church. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't get me started uh but guys if you like the tony soto show we have not yet received one comment about it in 2021 so why don't you go find our itunes page and subscribe to it rate the show tell us what you think uh because we'd love to hear from you uh i also do the gay power half hour with my good judy casey lie every week find that wherever podcasts are streamed I've got nothing going on. So I'm the Tony Soto Show. Oh, shit. I just unplugged my headphones. I'm the Tony Soto Show on literally everything. So please go ahead and follow me and support me. We'll be back again next week with, oh, God. Now we have Meatball back, y'all. Meatball is back on the show. So we'll see what she's not been doing. Uh, Until next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.